Welcome to the Rise Up For You, Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. I'm your host and the vice president here at Rise Up For You, where people come first. Have you grabbed your free success kit and coaching call? If not, please head on over to riseupforyou.com slash success kit and download our workbook and videos on supporting you to be your best. Today's special guest is one of our team members here at Rise Up For You. He's actually a core culture development manager and leadership trainer, and we are excited to introduce him. Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Well, Frank Lojero, our business development manager and core leadership expert, is no stranger to being able to speak in and contribute here on the podcast. He has a wide variety of experience, both in the banking world and most of all, working with people. His degree is in organizational leadership, and he absolutely loves connecting with individuals. You'll see he's warm and caring, an expert networker, and whatever it is that you're looking for to enhance with your growth mindset. Mindset, he's definitely the person to talk to. So Frank, we're excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. So talk to me about, uh, let's start with organizational leadership. Sure. How did you get interested in that uh, kind of realm? Was that something you were interested in even back to high school and college or talk to me about that? You know what? It's kind of something that I've always been drawn to uh, in its in its basic element. And when I saw that there was a, a degree program uh, at Chapman University, I thought this sounds like something that I could fall into really well. And uh, as I took the classes, I really enjoyed a lot of the classes. I mean, um, I carried over units, you know, for uh, general education from other schools, and and I and I brought it over uh, so that I could continue with my degree and and more specifically on organizational leadership and team building and, uh, you know, and organizational behavior. So working toward my degree, uh, there was a lot of exercises and a lot of um, classes that promoted that. It really was something that I fell in love with. And, and I, I it, it was kind of like uh, that, that was what I was meant to do. So I did carry that into uh, the work environment that I had been in. Um, early on in my career, I was working as a paralegal. Then I went into uh, the banking industry and real estate and moved into management and became a vice president. Um, so always leading people, which I loved leading people. And, and the best part of it was uh, seeing people excel and you know, surpass me. That was my greatest joy. Oh, I love that. Well, it takes a special kind of human to a love leading people because people can be difficult and also to not have so much ego. I'm sure there were moments, but where you actually loved contributing to someone, mentoring, guiding and coaching them. And then maybe they surpassed you in your role. How do you think, do you think you, you always had those qualities in you or did you develop them? You know what? Um, well, 
in organization or working in, in the organization, um, you know, I, I take that root word organ organism um, as a living thing. So everything is always under development, you know, and, and so there's always going to be changes at different phases and there's always going to be growth and there's always going to be setbacks. Uh, sometimes you take a step back to take two steps forward. So there's always a developmental stage. And so I, I'm, I'm constantly evolving and moving, moving. And my goal is to move in a positive direction, you know, moving up and onward. And, uh, but there are a lot of setbacks. It's life. It's, it's just something that happens, especially as a living organism. And, you know, that could be one person, it could be a company, it could be many people. There's all, as long as there's, you know, a, a living, breathing um, environment, you know, the, an organization, you know, there, there's no use in an organization unless it's, it's evolving into a better place. Otherwise, it shrinks down and dies, you know. And so as, a, as an organization, as a group of people, I love to lead. I love to develop. And in doing so, I'm doing it to myself as well. Absolutely. I love that idea. Really, I'm thinking of the sea, you know, like the ocean and organisms grow and evolve and they're either growing or they're, you know, no longer. And so same thing with with business, with nonprofits, with entrepreneurs. If we're not constantly evolving ourselves, then we definitely can't evolve the organization either. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. So let's talk a little bit about emotional intelligence. I know it's something that we constantly are training on and one of something that you love to talk about. How do you see that organizations can utilize it? You know, we talk a lot with executives and they say, let's just focus on those tech skills, which are important for a job. But how do you see that companies really thrive when they embrace using emotional intelligence? Yeah, um, so... Emotional intelligence is is uh, something that that you dig deep within yourself. Um, you know, when, when you're when you're dealing with technology and you know you're using your your mind and you're using um, the elements that are made available to you and you're putting things together, it's very mechanical. Uh, but when you have to go into the emotional intelligence and you're digging deep, you know, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's it's about brain meets heart, and that's where you move uh, forward in in making an impact in other people and helping them make you know right decisions. and And there's a right way of doing things. There's a wrong way of doing things, and it's a mixture and a balance. And it's all it's all keeping in balance. You know, you, you could you know there's the emotional part, and then there's the intelligent part. You know, and, and then when you bring them together, the emotional intelligence, that says it all. You want to make sure that you're communicating in a way that um, you're understanding that when you're working with people, it's not like you're working with a computer or a robot. You know, it, it, it requires a, a sense of an emotional intelligent conversation or, you know, that kind of thing. 
Absolutely. We always say that based on research, 75% of careers are derailed due to reasons of emotional intelligence. And it could be truer, right? I think even if you think about conflicts, maybe that you're having personally, or if you're listening, you know, professionally, it usually comes down to self-awareness, self-management. That's how we handle our stress and our triggers, social awareness, how we interact with others. And then that lastly, that relationship management, right? How do we coach and mentor and have influence usually comes down to one of those. And so the more we develop ourselves, the better I'm able to take risks. I'm able to speak up in a meeting. I'm able to pay attention to what you need, show empathy, organizational awareness. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And um, being a part of Rise Up For You, that has, that has afforded me the, uh, uh, the space to be able to carry that through and to impart in other people um, this, this knowledge of the heart. Oh, yeah. I love that. Well, that, that comes through, you know, every time yeah. I run into somebody that's working with you at the company, they're like, oh yeah, Frank is awesome. <laughs> Frank, yeah. you know, cares and, and, and gives to people and you and I have known each other and I know your wife and your daughter and sure. we both live in the city of Whittier. So in Southern California and we've known each other for a long time. And so we're so happy that you're, mm. you're part of the team now. Oh, it, I, I love it. I love it. It's yeah. awesome. Let's talk for a minute, sort of what do you think are certain mistakes that you've seen leaders make? So whether it was in your real estate background, banking background, or in the various professions, or even, you know, when you were in graduate school as well, what do you see that a lot of leaders make as a mistake? And I bet it goes back to EQ, but (laughs) what are some mistakes you see? And maybe those listening could kind of avoid them. Yeah. Um, Geez, that's that's a good question. Um, I, I would I would have to say that a lot of the mistakes um, probably would center around oneself, maybe one's ego. Um, sometimes you just got to let it roll off your shoulder, and um, and some people don't. Uh, some people do take offense. Um, it's it's not so much in in how you, how something uh, comes at you or someone spoke to you, but it's in how you react, um, you know. And, and so you want to be able to um, you want to be able to to you know. It's, I'm sorry. This is this put is your a, best foot forward, right? You do. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to. Uh, uh, talk or remember those things that maybe you learned um, in grade school, you know, in how do you treat how to others. Or one thing that my wife always tells me, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. You know, that's that's yeah. a, a big part of it. You know, I think it goes back to people having awareness of the, just like what you said. So first, how well do I know myself? You know, I remember I was sitting in a meeting and they, I was supposed to be the next presenter. And, you know, I, I love uh, presenting and being on a mic, right? That doesn't scare yeah. me like most people. And they, so they said, and the next presenter is Bob. Well, I'm not <laughs> Bob, right? And so I remember I'm sitting there going, what do you mean? 
mean? I, I don't know, but I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And, it, you know, <laughs> I'm steaming yeah. inside because I'm like, you took my spot, Bob. <laughs> and I remember thinking, okay, Lauren, you got to exercise your EQ right now. And so I managed my trigger in the meeting because I couldn't leave and, you know, managing my, my emotions. And then after a couple of minutes, once I was composed, I said, I'm curious. It's always a good back pocket phrase. I'm curious, when am I in the lineup for speaking next for our meeting? And then the, you know, the facilitator, David said, oh, actually, let me double check. You know what, Lauren? I'm so sorry. You're actually supposed to go before Bob. And I said, oh, <laughs> thank you so much. I mean, oh, Frank, I, I think leaders often might make a mistake there and, you know, how dare you? You took my spot. And like you said, that ego gets in the way. It really does take knowing myself, managing my triggers. And I think this is where I find leaders get stuck. We might tell them, hey, say everything. Don't stuff your emotions. But then we take it too far. And we say, we didn't actually mean spill a bunch of, you know, malverbage in a meeting. We actually meant know what's going on with you and manage it. Stuffing your emotions is also not where it's at. So it, it's a it's a good one to have that much awareness and then be able to manage it. Yeah, um, you know, Socrates said, "Know thyself," and and when you you're able to understand who you are, and you're able to come to a level of who your opponent or your um, subordinate or you, the other person is that you're communicating to, and you take you you switch it up a little bit so that you could meet them where they're at and get the point across, you know, you're able to, you, you already know who you are. Now they understand where you're coming from and it's, you know, seeking to understand where they're at, where you're at, and then you come to an agreement and you're able to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, let's talk for a minute about confidence. And I know I, I've talked with Tammy before. She loves to be our confidence expert here at the company. Of course, yeah. now, you know, our CEO wrote a whole book on bridging the gap and rising up for you. How do you see in working with our clients and companies and even for yourself that confidence plays a role in, in people's leadership? Absolutely. Uh, confidence is huge. And, you know, when you realize that, um, you are you walk into your confidence and sometimes it's just not a natural thing for some people i myself consider myself to be an introvert uh, but when i'm in front of people i step into that role and it's it, it's it's a role of confidence so i know who i am i know what i need to accomplish i know how i'm going to have to communicate uh to be able to bring that across and you, you know, I, I'm able to uh, move forward with that in that space of confidence. It's it's definitely a role that I have to put on um, myself. It's not necessarily something that always comes easy uh, for me. But um, you know, some, sometimes I I you know use the term "fake it till you make it," and you know, you, I, I place myself in a position where I want to. I want to portray myself in the light that the other person 
thinks that I met I or, or wants wants to see me in. Yeah. And and you know, if I could do that, it helps me overcome, you know, the the uh, the anxiety or, or whatever it is that that keeps me from from uh, moving into that space of co uh, of confidence. Um, so yeah, no, the, I I enjoy doing that. Um, I love meeting people. I love networking. You know, so that's a role that you know I I, I love to place myself in. But at the same time, at the end of the event or the end of the evening, I'm I'm glad to just you know step back out of that role and just go on my little, you know, recliner and watch my little show and just be by myself. Well, it goes back to knowing yourself since you're introverted and, and my husband mm -hmm. is too, and how you gain your energy, you know, I love to network, which is interesting for an introvert. That's great. And you do it so well. You're so great at connecting to people. And you also know to recharge though. I need time, yes. you know, away from people. Very and important. I think that's really important to know how we recharge because otherwise, you know, that leads to burnout and, and all those things. Well, so great, Frank, you know, we love to ask a closing question and that is what does rise up for you mean to you? Yes. So um, I have dealt within myself um, depression and anxiety and, and, you know, I've had, I've, I've been in a place where I've had to take, medication for these things. Um, when I'm in a place where, you know, it's not all sunny and bright and, you know, that um, I, I have to ask myself, you know, what's it going to take for you to be in that space? I need to rise up. And if I'm able to rise up and, and, you know, uh, step into that light and step into that successful place, you know, I've, I've done my job and I've done what I need to do. And that's when things get accomplished for me. And, and so rising up and the term rise up, um, it, you know, it, it mentally and, and emotionally and, and, you know, spiritually even, you know, it, 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 it takes, there's a, um, it takes it to another level. So I'm able to really get in a better place. So by rising up, I, I love uh, the name of our company, Rise Up For You. And I do, I rise up for me. That's right, that's right. Thank you for sharing. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and everything that you do here at Rise Up For You. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Absolutely. Oh, so great. What an interesting conversation and vulnerability as well. I hope that you've enjoyed getting to know some of our team members here at Rise Up For You a little bit better. And don't forget to please take care of yourself and get your free coaching call with us. You can talk with Frank and Tammy, myself and Netta all about maybe something that is a blind spot for yourself or an area you want to rise up in. And so to do that, all you need to do is go to our website, riseupforyou.com or text rise podcast to 949-416-0671. Until the next time I see you, rise up for you.